Well, welcome into another edition of Silver Linings. Um, I got to tell you, uh, I'm going to be honest because I know a lot of you are going to make comments saying, "Boy, Adam looked really tired." I literally just woke up from a nap. I had a 15-hour day yesterday of pickleball, so um, if I'm a little off today or feel or look tired, you don't need to comment and say, "Oh, Adam looks really tired." There must be something going on. This is just honesty at its best. Uh, and I did decide to wear this orange shirt because Halloween is coming up. We're in fall season, and it's a pickleball shirt that I got from a tournament. So with all that being said, uh, Rex and I want to welcome you guys into another episode. Um, and today we have so much stuff to discuss. Um, but first, we want, I want to say thank you to everybody in Southern Utah and St. George who came to our first live meet and greet. Uh, Rex and I have never done this before. We didn't know what to expect. Uh, we had a couple drive four hours to come meet us before our live even started. And then we had people show up there and shared some things with us that you saw in the video. And then afterwards, people were making comments of like, well, I didn't go because I thought there's going to be too many people there. <laughs> so uh, some people missed out on that. So um, our announcement is that this coming Saturday, Rex is actually coming to Gilbert. Um, so, and I live in Gilbert. So we're actually going to do a live event meet and greet where Rex and I would love to meet you. We think that our optimists, our, our subscribers, as we call you optimists are better than even Taylor Swift Swifties or, or Justin Bieber, the believers or whoever they are. Um, we just love you guys, and it, it showed when you guys showed up to meet us how the bond, like people are saying, we feel like we know you and we're best friends. That's what we, that's the community we want to build, and we have been building it, and we're continuing to build it. So if you live anywhere in Arizona or anywhere near and you want to come to this event, um, it's going to be this Saturday, and it's going to happen at Panera Bread. Now, Rex, explain the Panera Bread because... This may get a little tricky. Okay, it's in Mesa. It's a Panera Bread on Baseline. Adam, do you still have the address? I'll pull it up. I don't. So pull it up um, because there's there's literally a Panera Bread a mile from each other. One's on Higley and one's on Val Vista and Baseline. So we're going to be at the one, I think, on Val Vista. Yeah, the one close to Val Vista. So the address is 3426... East Baseline Road in Mesa. So not the Panera Bread that's down the street away in uh, in Higley, a little ways. Yeah. And this has a, uh, it's got a really big back room. And so that's where we're going to be set up. You can come and go as you please. Um, and Rex said, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to buy you a treat. Now, if it was me listening and I liked a podcast and so I was like, Wait, I can get a cookie or a brownie. I'm gonna pick a brownie and I'm gonna put walnuts on it and I'm gonna eat that. So you're you're welcome to that. And by the way, um, people showed up at our first live and got gelatos, and uh, people were loving the gelato. I haven't had a gelato in a long time, and I really enjoyed mine. So if you like to eat, that's another reason for you to come. Um, and there should be plenty of room. I heard it's a really big back room and. We really had a few people show up at the last one. Who knows how many people watch this podcast and live in Arizona. But if you're anywhere near, you are welcome to come. They have a big 
backroom just ask where the, the podcast is or where the silver lining is or where the optimists go, and they'll know there. We'll run a tab at the cash register again, so you can just tell them you're with us and get a, a cookie or a brownie, uh, maybe a soda with it, and, and bring it on back to the back room. Uh, we didn't tell them the time. Okay, so this is, this is tricky because we're going to be a very odd time. I'm not kidding. Are we going to start it at 2 p.m. Phoenix time? The meet and greet, 2 p.m. Phoenix time, which is Pacific time here in the United States. Maybe a little um, late for the Europeans. Well, again, we'll have to do different times, different places. But at least that uh, might be a little easier for the time zones in the United States that are aligned with the United States. Hey, here's what I like, because every time we do like a, a live or we do uh, something in the people from Australia, the people that are watching all over the world, like UK, come here. I can't wait till one day we actually go there and we're like three o'clock in the afternoon in the UK. And it's like four in the morning here <laughs> in the United States. And they'll be like, oh, yeah. So. Uh, we're excited to meet you. Uh, it's a meet and greet. This way, when you're there, you can ask questions. We can talk. We'd like to get to meet you. There's so many great comments. Uh, and if you would like to bring up anything about what you've heard or something that you didn't like or something that you like, we would love to um, share that experience with you this Saturday, Panera Bread on Baseline, you know, closer to Val Vista than Higley, uh, at 2 o'clock. So if you could make it at 2 o'clock on Saturday, we will be there, uh, arms open. I hugged everybody at the last one. I feel like everybody deserves a hug. If you're not a hugger, just say, stay away from me. I'm not a hugger, and I will not hug you. But I, I, Rex, Rex and I just love love you guys, and so we're excited to be people. So 2 o'clock for the meet and greet. 2.30, we're going to start the live broadcast. Okay, so don't wait till 2.30 to come, because then we'll be broadcasting, and we'll still talk with people that are, that are there, but we'd like to meet you individually before the broadcast starts. So live broadcast for everyone, 2.30 Pacific, uh, we're still daylight time, Pacific daylight time this Saturday. Okay, so that's one announcement. Um, Rex, uh, there's a couple other things that have been happening uh, in the news too that we want to talk about. We are so excited at the announcement that Judge Boyce is releasing the remains of JJ. Um, that causes so much anxiety for people um, that we haven't had a chance to have funerals or, you know, put the body to rest. And I'm hoping there'll be two or three, three funerals. I don't know. We're the, we aren't the part of the family that's in charge of that, but we're hoping there'll be one in Louisiana. We'll go and, and see our good friends, Kay and Larry. We, we would love that. One there in Arizona, maybe one in Idaho. We don't know where they'll be, but we're certainly glad that that, that is uh, coming up and people will get some some relief from that, from all the angst that's around around that. Tylee's, uh, we hope that'll follow soon. soon. I don't think that's been announced yet. Yeah. So that's that's one thing that we're talking about. Uh, we are going to be doing a uh, a podcast today as well. And Rex and I have mentioned so many times about our optimists. You guys, the subscribers, are it just it's been like something that we didn't we would we couldn't even foresee this when we started this podcast. But this has really turned into something where um, you guys have come through with so many great 
comments and and have had me and Rex's back and we appreciate you because there are some very negative people out there um, that say a lot of negative things and you guys come to our defense and we just we, I just love that. Um, so with a couple of the comments that you guys have made, um, Rex is going to show you some screenshots and we want to talk about a few things unless there is something before this, Rex. I can't remember if we have yes, something. There, you know, well, it, it all blends together here. Um, we want to, we're going to get better at communicating with you. We, but right now our email situation mixes all the comments from YouTube with emails. We aren't going to close that email down, but we opened up a new email um, so you can communicate more directly by email with us. And the new email is very simply rexandadam at gmail.com. <laughs> it's it, it's got to be harder than that, Rex. You can't make it that easy. That's a, the, the, we are thrilled to get one that's that simple because there are a few others we tried with silver linings, with optimists, et cetera, that we weren't able to get, but we wanted an easy work. So Rex and Adam at gmail.com. And we'll still do our best at getting it. Other communication means other emails. We'll still read the comments, but that's a more direct way to comment with us. Now, we can lead in from that, Adam, to speak of comments to what you were talking about and how good our um, our optimists are. And I'll tell you, night before last, I I watched a podcast, a different podcast, and learned some things from it. But I was reading comments after it, and I was, I was the the followers of this particular podcast or the subscribers, they built a community also. And it is so different from y'all. It is a community. They really, it seemingly, I don't know them. I don't pretend to know them, but my impression, they seemingly really enjoy attacking, going after people, even attacking each other, you know, and arguing in the comments and um, attacking, talking badly about people that aren't there and I, I saw that and I realized I love our optimists. I love this community because we don't do that. And there was such a good exchange after the, the theme for our podcast. We wanted to answer the questions of one of our, um, one of our optimists, um, who is uh, Brit Noel 44. That's why I say it. I don't know how you say it, Brit, but Brit Noel 44. Uh, but I want to point out to you before we get into her question, the exchange right after this question, and you can all go back and read this, uh, these comments, it was after our last live just last week. And so just scroll down, find Brit Noel, and then look at the replies. There is an exchange between Brit Noel and Dana Morrison, 4615, and Valeska Truax, again, sorry if I'm messing up names, um, and in the exchange, maybe there's a little misunderstanding of what was asked, what was said, but they just communicated like civil people do. <laughs> and they communicated, worked it out, thanked each other. I don't know that they had to change minds or any minds were changed, um, but I love that interaction. That's just indicative of this community. And so thank you, for first of all, for the question we're going to um, that we're going 
to address, but just for that exchange for the three of you, how you how you handled yourselves in that. So for those of you that aren't um, watching this, you're just listening to it, I'll read the the question by Britt Noel. It's a little bit long, but we need to get all of it because it gives you the context of why this was such a respectful question. And maybe that'll explain why we're addressing it after our response two weeks ago, or maybe three, where Adam and I said, hey, y'all can talk about religion. We just aren't going to address it because we don't think it's as big a factor in here. But it is, and here we are talking about religion. So here we can talk about So Brenton and I'll ask a question about our religion. Adam and I are both members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We're still using the term Mormon because that's the common term that a lot of y'all use. Yeah. And and we're going to address it. But even before addressing that, let me say, when we made that response, Adam, and I yeah. said something I don't remember, but I asked, hey, and I'd like to know, those of you I know there are some people that don't believe in God, they're atheists, that follow along, or maybe agnostic, uh, or people that have been turned off by religion, but they're still spiritual. I want to hear from them, and I want, and I, I was hoping this community would be one that they would feel comfortable commenting and telling us, "Hey, I'm atheist, but this is how I view this," or "I'm, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. Here's how I view it." And you have, and I love that too. There are just so many reasons to love, love our optimists here and love this community. So, Brid Noel's question. She said, "I actually have a question." after she made some other very kind comments. Um, what do each of you think about all of these cases recently that are directly or indirectly associated with the Mormon faith? I grew up Methodist in New Jersey and went to Catholic high school. I never had much knowledge about Mormonism. It just seems to me like a lot of these horrific cases have a connection to people who started in the Mormon faith, Lori, Jody Hildebrandt, Ruby Frankie, Warren Jeffs. I watched a great podcast yesterday. She basically broke it down from the beginning, from Joseph Smith to the present. It seems like there are so many subgroups branching off, some way more fanatical than others. I just wondered what both what you both think about that growing up with the faith you did. Thanks, guys. Love the podcast. I I take that as just completely respectful. Um, and just a question out of out of curiosity. And I want to address it first, if that's okay, Adam, and then I'll I'll give you a shot at it. Sure. Okay. So growing up, I did grow up in the church. My mother was a member of the church from the time I was born. My father was never a member. These are Adam's grandmother and grandfather, so he never grew his knew his grandfather who died when I was young. Uh, but he wasn't a member of the church. So I grew up in, in that situation, um, but mostly leaned to my mother's um, spirituality and her leadership, and, and she was uh, a member of the church. So I, I grew up in the church, grew up, went on a mission. I'm still active in the church. I'm not great with religion, and I would, I would like to say I'm religious. I don't even claim that. But I am Christian, and I love that because it means I'm forgiven. <laughs> so I love being Christian. Um, I love worshiping Jesus Christ, etc. So um, I say all that just to say I consider myself religious, and 
I look on this as a tragedy that all of these members of the church are in the news for bad things. She didn't even mention um, Tim. Why does his name keep escaping me? But the other one from Sound of Freedom, um, his Tim name Robbins. Tim who? Is it Tim Robbins? No. Tim Robbins is an actor in Shawshank Redemption. I love that movie. Dang it. <laughs> but Garinger? No. They're telling us right now in the comments who it is because everyone knows his name. It's all over right now. But we know what you're talking about. So, yeah. Oh, can you turn the, Can you put the screen down so I can see you? Thank you. Um, but anyway, about about him. So there you go. Um, how I look on that, yes, yeah, tragic. It looks bad for the church. I also agree with the many comments many of you have made that yes, there are bad people and good people in all religions. I don't take it personally that I'm in the same religion as these nut jobs. Okay, I'm a nut job in my own way, not a way in which I would kill my kids. That you know, we all have our have our stuff. So I'm not offended by that. It's tragic that they are. It's tragic what they've done. And the fact that they're part of the same religion, you know, you just have to live with. It's kind of like me looking like Alex and then, you know, he did what he did. It's the same thing. It's just just the way it is. I'm part of it. Um, but I will I will address a, a broader question that someone else asked. Sorry, I don't have it on the screen put up. They said, are people that are religious more susceptible? And they may have asked people that are Mormon, are they more susceptible? I'll tell you this, when we're talking religion, my view on it is we're talking about spiritual communication, which is not sensory. We in English and all the Romance language languages, I don't know about other languages, I know a little about Romance languages. We don't have like Spanish, Portuguese, uh, Romanian, French, okay? Um, we don't have good language for spiritual communication. I understand from people that know a whole lot more than me that Sanskrit is probably the best language for this. Um, without getting into that, we, we relate, in our culture, we relate everything to our senses. So we try to talk about spiritual communication as feeling things. And we conflate it with our emotions, you know, that I cry when I'm having a spiritual experience or things. And I'm not knocking any of this. I'm just saying that's the way we communicate. But it's not sensory. Spiritual communication is not. The best barometer we have, well, I have to continue with my first thought. So I believe those of us that are religious have to address that somehow. We have to realize that we can be, if there are spirits out there, I believe they are. I respect those of you that don't believe in any of this, but I'm just explaining it um, as a question was asked from my perspective. Um, if there are those spirits out there, that means there are evil spirits also going through the same, using the same communication channels. And the potential to be deceived is obviously tremendous, as we probably all collectively believe these examples we're talking about had been deceived through spiritual communication. I believe it's real simple, though. Now, I'll, I'll narrow it down quickly so Adam has some time. No, no, just you keep going. I'm fine. I like listening to, I, I like listening to you. <laughs> Thank you. We, um, we have an internal guidance system. We 
hear from it spiritually. It's the same spiritual communication. Okay, and so that's how we can learn how spiritual communication works for us in our lives. Another problem is spiritual communication is universally unique, meaning everyone has their own method of spiritual communication. It works differently. Every person would describe it differently. We need to be in tune with our own method, not something we learned, even we learned in church. Those are other people trying to communicate the same way. We can't rely on other people for this stuff. We have to do it the way we do it. And getting in tune with our own internal guidance system is the best way to do that. Because then that internal guidance system will lead us in our spiritual communication and will warn us when we are off base and will warn us when our ego, if we allow it, if we question ourselves and say, okay, is that spiritual guidance or is that my ego coming to play? And let me tell you, I am as concerned about my the part of me that's ego and unnatural taking over as anyone, for heaven's sakes, as, as a military Air Force pilot. If you haven't known an Air Force pilot personally, let me tell you, our egos are, especially when we're doing, when we're in that job, I haven't been in it for 30 years, but our egos are huge. I can't imagine anyone with a bigger ego. And I think it's justified because when you can be in a little airplane going 700, going hundreds of miles an hour, and be in formation and join up on another plane, have another plane there, and you come zipping in at 300 miles an hour and can just stop six feet away from that airplane in perfect position, you are doing things that people don't get the chance to do, and so your ego's huge. You mean, you mean Tom Cruise and Tom Gunn and I swam back in the original Top Gun? That was real? I thought that was fake. I thought that was a movie. It is. It, no, I think it's reality. I was actually, we all think it's fake. And Rex is like, nope, that's how it is. That's exactly how it is. And, and, but the point, the point of me hearkening back to my flying days is to say, I'm as concerned about ego as the next guy. And I'm really intent trying to figure out spiritual communication for my own life and how it works. And I, suggest to you we all need to be doing that because that's how we can navigate the rest of the spiritual communication yes where there are spiritual beings that are wonderful and god and it's and jesus christ and that's also where the deceivers are we need to learn individually how to navigate that and to keep our ego our fears our reasoning and our appetites and impulses in check our internal guidance system is the only way to do that. And these people that have done these horrific things did not do that. They let their ego go, and we see the results. Adam? Well, I, I can see when people try to, and I've, I've heard this from people before about members of our church that are more naive or they're more gullible or they're more susceptible to, you know, doing things. And one of the things is, obviously, if you're just Christian in general, um, and you believe in Jesus Christ, being humble and and being at service, um, those are two things that go hand in hand. 
Um, and so there's a lot of members of the church that are humble and, you know, will go help people and, and be served and do a lot of service. And I see that in Utah, when I lived in Utah, a lot of people that are tricksters or con artists will go to Utah a lot more than they'll go anywhere else because our nature is, oh, here's somebody who needs help. Here's somebody who, um, you know, has told me this story, so I'm going to try to do the best I can to help them, even though they're taking advantage of them. Um, so I think in our culture of our church, I think that, that people have mentioned that in the comment, and I think there's some validity to that because of the nature that we try to help people and we get conned. Sometimes we get conned. And that goes back to what Rex had said about your own, uh, your your conscience or the, the, your spirit or your guidance system. It goes back to that, to where, and that's where we really need to know who we are, what our guidance system is. Um, and it's always great to help people and it's always great to be humble. But there are times where there could be danger. And sometimes you throw that out the window because you're like, oh, well, I just need to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And would, would Jesus do this? So I'm going to do this kind of thing. Um, but there's also things that you, we got to think through and let, let our spirit tell us, hey, this guy is, is, is tricking you. This guy is a, a trickster or whatever it is that we need to listen to that more. And we, yeah, we're probably all guilty of that, not just our LDS, but I think in the Christian or community itself, there's so many Christians that, you know, open themselves up to help people that they get taken advantage of. And I do think, um, you know, that like Lori and Alex, it, you know, I feel like, you know, they were in that position to listen to somebody else and let them just keep taking them and taking them and taking them. Um, but again, I could be wrong about that. That's just my feelings of how things transgress uh, and the comments that people make about, well, all these things have happened to members of your church. Well, there's people that have done crazy things that have been every single religion all over the world. Um, and uh, so, again, I don't go into this one religion is there's something wrong with this religion because a few people that have gone crazy have done some crazy things. I know I don't correlate the two together um, because when you talk about millions of LDS people who, you know, keep the commandments and go to church on Sunday and try to be good people, and there's a few that have gone AWOL, that you connect everybody. So that that's my that's that's my two cents on this whole thing. So Adam, let's let's uh, maybe we can agree on this and summarize it this way. Instead of saying religion dividing people by religion, let's divide people by evil and good. Now I don't know what evil and good means, but I do know evil people will use whatever is at their disposal, especially religion to gain power over other people. It doesn't matter what religion, they'll use whatever they can. So those people aren't Mormon, they're evil. Those people aren't Baptist, those people aren't Hindu, those people aren't um, Islamic. They are evil people using religion to get power over other people and hiding behind religion. And then there are good people. Those people aren't atheists. Those people aren't Christians. Those people aren't Hindus or is Islam from Islam. They're good people, and they're trying to do good things. 
that's the battle in the world. It's not about religion. It's about people following their what they know to be good. You know, totally. I, I love that. Good and evil, and that's how it splits. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think with all that being said in comments about, and we addressed the whole religious thing, I think, three responses ago, right? So we've told you all the things that we think about that. But I like that there is a question. There is, like, what do you think about this? Rex gave you his answer. I gave you my answer. Hopefully that answered it, because sometimes I know in comments, like, well, we, you guys, you guys were asked this question and you didn't answer. I'm telling you, we try to answer everything the best that we can, uh, and it may be not good enough for you, but that's what we can give you. And we promise we aren't trying to turn this into relig a religious community. No, uh, but we're we're glad to answer that, especially the current events. And we are going to deal with the current events a lot more than we anticipated because. I didn't anticipate would have such a family connection to the Jody Hildebrand thing and a, an apparent connection between Alex, Lori, and Colts. And we're going to explore that and we're going to collaborate with people that do. So more more to come. Yeah, we got we got a lot of great Yeah, we got a lot of great guests coming up on the podcast and interesting comments and, and conversations. But just remember this coming Saturday. If you, it's our, it's our meet and greet. We're in, we're in Phoenix, Arizona. Mesa. And, uh, well, we'll be in Mesa at the Panera Bread. If you want to swing by, we're going to be there. Uh, meet greets at two, and then we're going to go live uh, at two thirty. If you have questions for us, we'd love to answer them. If you're here, if you're here somewhere in Arizona, you want to come to it. If you're here by two, uh, meet and greet, and then we'll start the live at two thirty. All right. Thanks for being with us. I, we don't have our music for the for the outro. We don't. Uh, we won't, and we won't try to provide it. Just thanks for being. Wait, that's. I mean, that's. I think that's taken. That that's the. That's That's Okay. Those of you who can, hope to see you live. The rest of you, uh, we hope to see you on the live broadcast. Thanks for being here.